Orion News Talk, news and views beyond the mainstream media. Time has come for America to hear the truth. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies. I want to. What are you going to investigate Walter Center 7, sir? I want to be so. Tonkins. I remember being called a conspiracy theorist five years ago. That's now been totally declassified that that was all staged. Thanks to the internet, it is easier than ever before for liberty activists to spread news and other information regarding the evils of government power and the benefits of freedom. Today, in the name of freedom, we take the battle to them. This is Broken Man Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is Broken Man Radio, Johnny English, right here on OrionTalkRadio.com. I want to thank everybody for checking us out, all the new listeners, all of the uh, people that have backed us or backed me uh, for, for the time that they have. I really do appreciate it. And uh, this is my, uh, I guess this is my uh, first voyage onto another network in quite a long time, actually. I've been doing my own thing somewhere else on my own station, and uh, I, I'm really proud to be associated with Orion Talk Radio. So uh, hopefully this is going to go off without a hitch. I kind of doubt it, but <laughs> there's always going to be problems. We actually have one slight problem. Uh, the hour one guest has not logged into his Skype yet, so uh, the, the gentleman I, I had planned to, we were going to talk about 9-11, he put up a video. If you go to AlienScientist.com, he has a website. Also on uh, YouTube, if you search Alien Scientist as your uh, as the YouTube channel, then you'll you'll be able to see a lot of the videos there. And the video that I really wanted to touch on was um, the the video he has up there. It's about forty three minutes. I think it's forty three minutes twenty nine seconds long. And uh, it, it really, what it deals with, it, it deals with a lot of the financials behind 9-11. Now, you've heard all of the different, uh, you've heard AE911truth.org, you've heard these architects and engineers that have gotten together, and they present the evidence that the buildings didn't come down the way our government told us. So uh, th- this is kind of a new this is kind of a different perspective. This is a, a perspective of who benefited from 9-11. You know, who, who made millions off of 
Because obviously, you know, these people aren't going to get involved in something that they're not going to make money on. And they, and they absolutely have. They've made money on this. And, and, by, and by they, I mean bankers, politicians, government agencies. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing just how deep this really goes and how far it goes and how connected all of these people really are. If you, if you watch this video, there's several connections and, and it really starts, uh, the video kind of starts back on September 1991. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's kind of when they marked that the Cold War officially ended. And, uh, you know, every, you know, everybody knows what the Cold War is. United States and Russia were engaged in this, this Cold War for years and years. I'm sure there were profiteers off of that also, but, uh, you know, the, the, this banker group led by uh, Herbert Walker Bush, you know, the elder Bush, he uh, th- they funded this uh, war chest, you know, with two hundred forty billion dollars worth of uh, securities that were ironically were due. They were 10 year securities. So you figure they launched these things in September 91. Of course, they come due in sep- uh, September of 2001. Actually, they were due. To uh, come to fruition uh, or pay out, you should I, I should say, you know, uh, they they were due to pay out on the very next day, the very next day, September twelfth, two thousand and one. And what happened is, you know, one of the many things that happened that day, or I should say that week after nine eleven happened, is. Uh, things like the Federal Reserve declared an emergency. Uh, there were there were several companies that were investigating all of these things. Ironically, some of those companies were on the floors, the very floors that the planes flew into at 8:46 and 9:03 that morning. You've got Marsh McLennan. You've got all these different agencies. Uh, Office of Naval Intelligence happened to be on the side. Of the Pentagon, the, the, when the Pentagon got hit, it was on that side. All of these, uh, all, all, all these papers, all of these, these files gone. They're just gone. You know, it's, it's amazing that people haven't, hasn't, uh, or people that haven't traced this back yet. It, it's, it's it just, it, it bewilders me. How can you not see the connections here? You know, there were all these money laundering investigators that, that were uh, on the floors. You know, in the two trade towers that got hit, you've got the ones in Building 6. Speaking of Building 6, El Dorado Task Force was one of the, the companies that was uh, one of the money laundering investigators. And uh, they were, you know, that building got pretty much destroyed. Now, it didn't completely come down, but it was pretty much destroyed. And uh, the U.S. Customs vault in there was empty. When, when they got to it, it was gone. It was empty. Door wide open, gone. Everything inside of it, gone. World Trade Center 4. There's rumors that there were uh, gold was being stolen. There was actually gold stored in a, a vault in World Trade Center 4. So it really is endless. It goes on and on and on. And I really wanted to dig into this stuff with this gentleman. And uh, he hasn't logged on. So, oh, wait a minute. He might be logging on. We might be able to get him in after the break. So what we'll do is we'll wait till after the break. We'll get him on. Uh, that'll give us a good, you know, we'll, we'll take him for as long as we can get him. And uh, actually, here I might be able to add him in here. Uh, are you? Uh, you're live on the Broken Man Radio Show, sir. Hey, sorry about that. My mic connection was lost. 
for, for a little while. It's supposed to be on, but. Okay. Well, this is this is live radio. Things are bound to happen. It always does, and it is going to happen on the very first show, guaranteed. So, uh, I kind of give a I gave a little bit of a rundown. We're going to be getting close to a break here in a few minutes, or just about a minute or so. So I don't want to get too deep into it. Uh, but we can get you on AlienScientist.com. You have I know you have the uh, video, you know got a nice website up there, and then also on YouTube, you have the. Uh, the alien scientists use the same name for for both, and uh, they have all all the video. How many videos have you done, by the way? Do you, do you know? I've probably produced um, about maybe fifty or so short videos, uh, about there of my own, um, where I write, I wrote the narration and actually produced them. Uh, there are other videos that I've taken that other people have done and kind of clipped them up and, and edited them around to do my own edits and stuff. But uh, as far as videos that I've done, probably about 50. Okay. Well, that's uh, you, you obviously are, are definitely hardcore into this because, uh, I, I, you know, I, I would love to be able to do videos too, and I think I'm going to start getting into that because it, it's... I started with Windows Movie Maker, and I just did a recording of the... I just recorded the audio. I wrote wrote up a script, um, and I started with Windows Movie Maker. You just re- I recorded an audio and just put pictures to it, and that was my, my first videos were, were that. And um, I just kept at it. I mean, I've been at it since uh, I think 2007 when I made my first video. Okay. Well, it, it's there's so many programs out there. Windows Movie Maker is a good one to start with because I actually I've done a couple little things with it, but I haven't really you know really dived too deep into making a, a full length feature a feature or anything like that. But uh, it, it is it is a good place to start. Anybody that wants to do their you know start out doing videos, that's a really good place to start. It gives you an idea of how to place. You know where to place the audio and and, and stuff like. I taught, I taught myself. It's it, it's pretty easy. I mean, the the hardest part to learn is all video formats and what what formats to use, like WMB and MP4 and Windows Movie Maker is all at WMB. So you can down you can actually download videos off the computer and put them into Windows Movie Maker, but you have to convert them to the WMB format first. Okay. But anyways, it's it. I mean, it's a good place to start and just teach yourself. And if I mean, there's tons of people out there with ideas. And and I hate to cut you off. We are we are going in into a break here. Did you know that the water you're drinking may contain over 2,000 different contaminants? From hormone-disrupting and mind-altering chemicals like fluoride and pharmaceuticals to newly emerging contaminants like radiation and other hybrid chemicals that water treatment plants don't screen out of our drinking water. PureEffectFilters.com has a breakthrough filter solution to effectively reduce the widest range of such contaminants, including the radiation coming from the Fukushima disaster. In addition, the filters will also revitalize your water by releasing natural minerals and electrolytes while increasing pH and antioxidant levels. Safeguard and revitalize your drinking water today with a breakthrough Pure Effect water filter system. Visit PureEffectFilters.com to learn more or contact us today at 1-888-891-4821. That's 1-888-891-4821. Or visit PureEffectFilters.com to learn more. Imagine a world with natural clouds, clean air, clean water, and natural food. Why in the world are they spraying? If you love your family, if you love your children, if you love our planet, it's time to get involved. In 2010, millions of people were awakened to the question of what. Now the next question that remains to be answered is... 
Why in the world are they spraying? An investigative look into one of the many agendas associated with chemtrail geoengineering programs, weather control. Why has our weather been changing? Are the long white lines in the sky changing our weather? Could there be a monetary and political agenda behind these damaging programs? Why in the world are they spraying? Order your copy today at www.whyintheworldarethespraying.com. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. Orion Talk Radio is growing leaps and bounds. With over 1.2 million listeners in 30 days, we owe it all to you. So give us a call on our new Orion News Talk line, 888-272-4434. We want to hear what Orion Talk Radio means to you. Tell us what you think of the new changes and what we can do to serve you better. It's toll free, 888-272-4434. Hey, Maxine here again, the Orion Talk Radio spokes chick. If you or someone you know has a Part 15 low or full power radio station that is looking for interesting, hard-hitting original programming, the Orion Talk Radio Network has the content you're looking for. We offer a wide variety of alternative news talk programs that will easily fit into your station's schedule. Want to become an affiliate? It's free and easy to do. Contact us at affiliates at oriontalkradio.com. That's affiliates at oriontalkradio.com. This is Max. Talk to you soon. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories concerning the attacks of September the 11th. Malicious lies that attempt to shift the blame away from the terrorists themselves, away from the guilty. People are always asking me, yo, Gemini, what's your angle? Are you a devil or an angel? And I say both as I continue to blame the Knights Templar and the Hospitalers. The real reason New York lost their town. This is Johnny English. We're back. This is Broken Man Radio. Uh, we have. Can I call you Jay? Just Jay? Is that sure? Okay. It, it just makes more sense for me. Uh, just then. I'd rather you call me that than alien, alien, alien. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm either gonna have to call you alien or, or Mr. Scientist. <laughs> no, just call me Jay. Okay, I'll call you Jay. Uh, I appreciate that. And and now that we're back, we are back live. By the way, hopefully you guys are hearing me. Um, I want to jump right into this, uh, cause we've got about, you know, we've got roughly an hour, uh, about 45, 50 minutes here to really try to cover the, I, I just want to cover this video. I do want to have you back at some time, uh, to do a full two hour show because I, you've got so much information. If, if anyone goes, if you go to alienscientist.com, if you go to, uh, the YouTube page, alien scientist and, and just breeze through the videos, there's so much information there. And and really want to get into you start the video off with the uh, project hammer basically. Uh, you want to kind of breeze over right. that real quick and kind of explain what that was. Um, project hammer, Operation Hammer, it's the, the or the Hammer Fund. Uh, there's a bunch of documents and, and stuff online about, about this, and uh, I guess it's referenced originally in the the EP Heidner article, uh, collateral damage, which a lot of this stuff is based on. Um, a lot. Of, I got this. Uh, I was keyed into this info uh, after getting Mark Gaffney's new book, Black Nine Eleven: uh, Mo- Means, uh, Money, Motive, and Technology. And um, in that book, he he sort of uh, touched on this issue, and he went into a little bit more detail and, and linked it to some other things like this uh, Black Eagle Trust Fund and some of this uh, Yamashita's gold that was yeah, this gold that was uh, moved to the Philippines and buried in these vaults underground there and. 
and a uh, big, big, big thing with the uh, intelligence agencies and a lot of stuff after World War II with the OSS and a lot of these operatives uh, using that that stolen gold and vaults underneath uh, in, the, in the Philippines to finance all kinds of stuff. So a lot of, a lot of these people, a lot of these players go back to the, to the OSS and stuff, and, and you trace a lot of the, the players back through uh, this whole this whole um, 9-11 thing, a lot of the same people are uh, from Iran-Contra, the Iran-Contra affair, a lot of the same players. And sort of the, the, the scenario that he puts forward is a lot of these you know people from Iran-Contra got kind of brave after that whole scandal went down and, and it didn't get like blown up as much as it should. They had you know the Kerry Committee, which was, of course was like a fraud, and this was more like a cover-up and, and didn't, didn't really dig in and, and touch on the, the deeper issues that was going on with that. But apparently some of these guys got a little bit more ballsy and th- thought they could get away with a little bit more this next time. And um, there's a great article on digwithin.net. That's Kevin Ryan's blog. Uh, it's called Frank Carlucci and Friends. Uh, this Iran, uh, 9-11 is a sequel to Iran-Contra. And it talks about a lot of the same players from you know the Iran-Contra affair and, and these business partners of Bush from the Carlisle group. And... Um, I thought it was interesting that, that uh, when we went on break, they had that. They played that clip of Bush uh, when he gave that, con- that speech to the, to the UN, where he uh, advised everyone not to tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories concerning the attacks of uh, September 11th. Right. And um, you know that that was a speech that he had given before the UN, and uh, it's just it's just remarkable how you know how blatant it is when when you have him saying it right from his mouth. You know, don't look into this. And you have to wonder why. You know, if there's nothing to this conspiracy. If there's no 9/11 conspiracy and there's nothing going on with it, then you know why is he telling people not to, you know, tolerate these theories or even look into them? It wouldn't be a problem. And I just, it just boggles my mind when we have this much information where I where I go and put this video together, and, and I didn't even touch on uh, maybe a quarter of the total information that's out there. It, a lot of it's too lengthy and, and too involved to really get into uh, too deep and in detail. It's not the most eloquent, elegant, or you know, sexy information, I, I guess you could say. Uh, but it, but it it is uh, it is real, and you can source it and check it and look it up. So I've yet to see one person come forward and, and puts it put out a video that has really you know said like well this is our official conspiracy theory or the official unofficial theory you know everyone's like well if it was an inside job then you know we want to know who did it and you know what it, what what all the details and stuff and that's what i've been trying to go after you know for all along since i really started researching this you know, you know the 9-11 thing i got into it back in 2005 and um i really just Went off, went off from there. This is what I've been looking for all along, and a lot of these researchers out there, like Kevin Ryan, uh, Mike Rupert, and um, and other other investigators, have really done a lot of the groundwork to dig dig into this and really look into those an- and answer those questions uh, and dig into the right areas of uh, inquiry. And the biggest thing was uh, I started out my, my my backgrounds in science, of course, and I, I started out with just you know scientific videos on the collapses of the buildings and uh, proving that those were controlled demolitions and you know some of the anomalies regarding the molten steel that steel was actually melted and you know going through all the various evidence and and the scientific arguments for uh, for the controlled demolition of the, the twin towers and building seven and and sort of laying out you know that that scenario and also uh, when this report came out I did some bunkings of that um, which really just put you know, blew holes completely in it and told people exactly what pages to look on for all the frauds and pointed out exactly what they were and how they did it. And um, so I've done a lot of work in, in those sort of areas. I started off, but I mean, you come to a point where you're like, okay, I, I know all the physics and 
science is undeniable. It's it's proven. You know, I, I'm convinced beyond any reasonable doubt that these towers were blown up with explosives. So, someone obviously had access to those buildings and and, and was able to get in and rig those buildings with explosives. And um, you know, a lot of debunkers use that same same logic to say, well, I, I don't believe that that could happen. So therefore, it didn't. You know, and no one's offered you know an explanation for how this could happen. On on the other side, I say, well, obviously, I know this happened because the science is irrefutable. So I'm going to go and look for it and see what, where the evidence leads me for, you know, who ran security in the buildings, who had, you know, who were the tenants on all the floors, you know, how did these people link up? Um, are there any connections between any of these individuals in the Bush administration, uh, intelligence agencies, et cetera? And, um, now why, what, what companies were actually the, the, you know, let's say on, on, uh, the two flights that hit the, the two towers, uh, what, what companies were actually hit or, you know, that were at least either the floor that they hit or, you know, just above or below, you know, that were investigating these, uh, you know, these money laundering scams? Well, they, these people weren't really investigating. They were just, you know, stockbrokers and firms and uh, these were financial experts. You know, a lot, a lot of people that worked in those buildings were accountants or, or financial experts. And um, for Cantor, Cantor Fitzgerald, that was the... Uh, the, the one insurance, uh, the one the one company that was above uh, Marsha McLennan in the North Tower, and um, I mean these these companies were would have been the ones who were who would have had the job to go and look through the stocks, and they would have had information on a lot of these you know financial act transactions, and uh, they would have been the ones like the Eldorado Task Force. They would have been the ones to investigate you know where the source of the terrorist financing came from, and lots of other things. But uh, there's there's a lot there's a lot of really interesting connections with you know the com the companies inside the World Trade Center. Mark Marsh and McLennan was the biggest one, and, and AI, AIG uh, and Marsh were both interconnected. Uh, and Stephen Friedman, um, not Stephen Friedman, uh, Jeffrey Greenberg and Mar Maurice Greenberg, father and son, they owned uh, Marsh and AIG together, and sort of had this software deal that you know richard grove talks about a little bit we'll get we'll get into um the whole software thing a little bit later the, the real key point is is that that uh securities and exchange um enactment the emergency thing that they enacted on the 14th of september which cleared all uh securities for the next 15 days and allowed all those securities to basically clear without any kind of checks or or um they just basically disappeared into thin air um because all the files were destroyed on 9 11 and all the all the links were just sort of expired because they didn't they had just too much chaos going on and there was too much uh, confusion in all these you know securities markets and everything so that that's the theory that was put forward by E.P. Heidner and uh, I tend to think that you know that's a very plausible theory it's certainly a lot more believable to me than you know 19 hijackers did this because they hate our freedom you know that, that just doesn't have the, the motive or the you know the drive i don't see i don't see the who who benefited from that you know al-qaeda certainly didn't benefit they've been uh chased all over the all, all over the globe for for this event i don't think that they benefit you could argue make a reasonable argument that they benefited in any way from 9-11 free speech guaranteed you're listening to the orion talk radio network at OrionTalkRadio.com, you could say that we're all talk. Our guest tonight is Michael Murphy, the producer of What in the World Are They Spraying? The, the chemtrail issue is so insidious. We started looking into a lot of different agendas. Weather control. These trails, these aerosols are absolutely required to achieve the weather modification and weather control uh, objectives that these corporations have. 
So by spraying a certain aerosol, you can actually dissipate a storm or you can build a storm. And we found out that weather is actually being traded on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange uh, that started, I think, around 1997. They have weather derivatives. And the companies that are uh, have an interest in this are either insurance companies or energy companies. These are corporations that profit literally from death. So again, there's been no greater threat to life on the planet. Orion News Talk. News and views beyond the mainstream media. Iorian USA Radio News. I'm Jordan Hooker. As the recovery from Superstorm Sandy continues, emergency crews have been responding to fires started by generators and stockpiled gasoline. Officials suspect a fire in Hempstead, New York this morning was caused by a generator placed against a building's rear wall. More than a quarter million customers are still without power in New York and New Jersey. Congo's M23 rebels say President Kabbalah's army has broken a two-month ceasefire. According to the rebels, government forces attacked the rebel group in eastern Congo on Friday. The M23 group is made up of former Congolese army members who defected in April. Veterans Day is being marked across the U.S. this weekend. The holiday is on Sunday and the federal observance on Monday. In Washington today, people have been visiting the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. The World War II Museum in New Orleans is also honoring veterans. You're listening to IRN USA Radio News. Hi, this is John and Gina from Illinois. And we've been working in Willoughby's three-step plan for seven years. We were looking for a part-time income. And it's been a total blessing because it's turned into something full-time, earning way more than we ever did at our jobs as an auto mechanic and a hairstylist. And now we're able to see the world and travel and spend more time with our family. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from the Three-Step Plan Home Business System. We would like to send you a free video that will show you step-by-step how to add 700 3000 or even more extra income using your telephone and the Internet. This video will also show you how you could save thousands of dollars on your taxes and get a bigger tax refund every year. To get this free video, go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. That's 800-480-2102. Hey, it's Popeye from federaljack.com. Don't miss my show, Down the Rabbit Hole, Wednesday and Friday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern on the Orion Talk Radio Network. You know, you had separate nations. Uh, you had borders. You had everybody taking care of themselves. But they've taken all that away. They've gotten rid of the borders. Uh, they're combining the monetary institutions. Sound the alarm. They burn it. They bear arms. Search and seize your soul and leave you with bare palms. St. Vietnam and we carrying bombs. Martial law at your door. The amendment is gone. In a democratic state, you got to forfeit your rights. Stick the taser in your face. Now you see in the northern lights. This is Broken Man Radio. Thanks for uh, coming back and uh, listening to us, even though I screwed up that first, that second break, I guess. I didn't even hear the bumper music come in. I heard a little buzzing sound, and I don't know if that was the music that was trying to come in. So uh, I apologize, and I don't know how far, I don't know how much the listeners missed of, of what you were talking about, Jay, but uh, we'll, we'll kind of, you know, if you want to pick up a little bit where you left off, if you kind of remember. Right. I don't know exactly where it cut me off, but um, I was t- definitely talking about some of the uh, the financial stuff and, and that was going on. Uh, and I would just want to fill in the kind of blanks because people can go back and watch the video and I encourage them to do that. I just kind of want to fill in some of the blanks for people of things that I didn't have time to include or were too 
a little bit too uh, out of the way to really squeeze into that video. Um, one of the things was uh, Richard Grove's testimony um, about uh, the financial software that was being developed by Silverstream for Marshall McLennan and AIG. Right. And uh, one of the things he had said is that uh, what they use is, is uh, this accounting drive. It's called a worm drive, W-R-M, uh, write once, read many. Okay. So it's made it's made like that because if you're doing accounting, you can't have a, a hard drive that um, you can erase or, or rewrite. You have to have something that's like a, you know, a paper record, like a, you know, like a tally that, that you can write something to and it keeps a constant track of everything that's going on and you can't go back and edit or so that's why they use these worm drives that write you write to them once and you can read many you can't rewrite over them or, or write back oh, okay and so the software was using this this type of worm drive that's what they that's the hard drives that they use for this accounting thing but but um Richard Grove was selling, he was a salesman just for Silverstream. He wasn't a programmer or anything. And he was just selling the software and he brought it to the, one of these Fortune 500 companies and was sitting in the meeting with the guy. And they happened to have one of their software programmers in the meeting to, and he opened up the uh, code and was looking at the program while they were trying to sell the software to him. And uh, the, the, the software programmer opened it up and said, Hey, the, the, all this, uh, this stuff doesn't write. This, this program does not write directly to the worm drive. It dumps it to this batch folder, which, which, uh, it's this bin that, that, that then writes it to the worm drive and anything can happen to it in the, in between there. So it's this, this software is not secure and it's, it's compromised and it can be compromised through this, uh, this, it's like an, it's like a frame. It, it dumps this stuff into this little bin file before it writes it to the worm drive. And so what he had found out is that, um, and he, he didn't realize that this was a, a flaw. So he's like, you know, this, this can't be right. Let me go mention this to my you know superiors and, and find out what's going on with this. You know, why are we selling people fraudulent software that can be used for this? So, so they told him not to worry about it and, and just, uh, you know, don't, don't say anything about it. Don't, don't, you know, keep this, this, you know, don't tell anyone about this. So he was kind of confused about that. You know, he's like, well, if you have a problem in your software, you should be fixing it, not telling you not to worry about it. And, you know, you know, all this stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. so that, that's kind of like, that's the usual thing. They just tell you, to, ah, don't worry about it. Just, you know, right. just uh, don't worry about it. Right. And um, they told him to take some time off, and he had a, he took a little bit of time off. And then uh, and then he, he, he had been back in New York City right before 9-11, and they had set this whole thing up where they were going to get him to go in, to that meeting. And the, um, the one of the people in Marsh were going to com- basically take part in that meeting via a secure teleconference. They'd be telephoning in from their, you know, an outside location where they could just, where these people would be in the tower about to get hit by this plane. And um, although Grove doesn't name the uh, Marsh uh, employee, he said it was a higher up at Marsh, he doesn't name who it is. Although in his testimony right after he says this, he, he starts talking an awful lot about L. Paul Bremer. So I have a reason to believe that it was L. Paul Bremer, which was the, the, the Marsh uh, CEO, which I talk about him a little bit in the video. He's the uh, guy that went on to become the Iraq occupation governor after 9-11. And, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He had those ties to the Japanese companies and, and um, the, the nano thermite uh, patents and stuff like that. So he's a very, very interesting guy. He's a commission of the, the, the National Commission on Terrorism or Counterterrorism. He's a counterterrorism expert or terrorism expert or whatever you want to call it. Um, so he he definitely had a lot to know. No, he definitely was in the in the group of the people that would have benefited and know knew about the whole thing. But uh, I I think it was uh, it was either it was either um, L. Paul Bremer or it was uh, Jeffrey Greenberg. I don't, or I don't, I don't know who else it could have been that would would have uh, scheduled that meeting or, or done that. But um, it's interesting because both those people survived the day. Uh, L. Paul Bremer survived the day, and he, he decided to go on national television and give us the first account that Bin Laden was the guy who did it. And uh, 
So that that in itself is extremely suspicious. He seemed to know all the answers to, you know, who but, conducted this attack. And that's what's really strange about all these things is how fast they get this information, how fast they gather this information, and they just know. You know, as soon as something like this happens, they're right there in front of a, a, t- a TV camera, anyone that will give them some airtime, and they already know who, you know, they supposedly know who did it already. You know, and well, he was he, he, you got to watch the video of what he says and how he says it. It's just, I mean, this guy's obviously trained by, you know, the CIA or whatever else and, and knows exactly how to lie and be convincing and, and um, not make himself look suspicious or, or uh, peculiar in any way. And, and if you watch that video, I mean, there's very, it's very subtle, the uh, the hints that, he, that he, he does drop. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's like you would have never known. And, and then this guy disappeared and no one really heard from him. It's like, who is this guy? And he was the first person to come on and really give us the account of who did it. And, um and whatnot but i the whole thing is that the, the 9-11 thing i don't think that it was these guys that they all got together and, and planned this in a room together everything is compartmented you know it's it's these guys have connections in the intelligence industry they probably knew that the world trade center was going to be targeted by this attack and then they acted ahead of time i don't really know it's it's kind of hard to piece it all together because that Operation Hammer thing suggests that, you know, 10 years ago they kind of planned this whole thing out. You know, and, and I've heard other people say that, you know, this thing was planned, this whole event was planned even even longer than that ago, like, you know, 20, 25 years ago even, you know, with people like Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld, who used to work together at a company called LS2, um, uh, Vidian, what was the company called? I, I forget. It's on it's on Kevin Ryan's website, but uh, he, he links up a lot of these people. They're, they're old-time buddies. They've been in the Department of Defense and in the government together for, for a long time now. And it's just interesting that everyone in the government who is in the Bush administration and in the, in the military, right at uh, the top of the chain of command, um, they all feigned incompetence. And this is the whole thing about what the CIA does. Everything the CIA does is it has to be sanctioned under plausible deniability. You can't engage in covert actions unless you have an excuse for like what you were doing or, or some some way that you can deny it in the end. And the whole deniability thing with, with what the Bush administration did after 9-11 was they feigned incompetence. I mean, they had the, the front man, the stooge for the whole thing right there with Bush. He's this, you know, dumbass idiot who everyone knows is, is uh, in, totally incompetent and incapable of, you know, tying his own shoes, let alone coordinating like a sophisticated attack or something, you know, like that. And the whole entire Bush administration from the NORAD generals, the FAA and military and NORAD and everything else, they all feigned an incompetence and in that they weren't prepared or that they had a lack of imagination. Even Condoleezza Rice uh, was saying, you know, no one could have predicted such an attack like this. We, we, you know, they had no way to think that someone could have crashed, someone crashing airlines in the buildings, you know, it was unthought of. But that's strange that she said that because uh, in March of 2001, the X-Files spinoff, The Lone Gunman, that pilot season that, that aired actually had in it the scenario 12D, which was, you know, planes flying in the World Trade Center and they were flown by remote control. Yep. And they had thought up that whole scenario. I don't know how these Hollywood writers could have thought about it. And these, uh, you know, government think tanks couldn't have thought of similar situations. It, it's just absurd because uh, they, they did. They, the, ter- the cover of the terrorist training manual for... Uh, that, that came out in earlier that year had the, the World Trade Center Twin Towers and Crosshairs on, on the cover. Um, they did a, a drill with the Pentagon called MassCal, Mass Casualties, uh, where they, the, if you look this up, M-A-S-C-A-L, uh, on the internet, MassCal, and you'll see that there was this Pentagon drill for a plane hitting the Pentagon. It was rejected because it was considered too unrealistic. I mean, you can't, though, they, they considered it unrealistic because this is the Pentagon, this is the U.S. Military Command Center. I mean, 
You can't. You can't. And speaking of that, I'm glad you brought that up real quick before we hit the next break. Um, who, what, what were the offices now? The Office of Naval Intelligence was on that side of the Pentagon, correct? Well, it wasn't originally. It was moved directly into that wing, like shortly before the attacks. It was actually on the inner, the inner ring. Uh, um, it was moved to the outer ring, right by the wall, right by the windows, so that it would be the first to get hit. And um, the whole thing is all those constructions, uh, constructions and reconstructions that were going on in the building. They were all performed by AMEC that corporation AMEC, and they were doing construction the morning of 9-11, yet no AMEC employees died on the, the attacks. They were all out of that area. Right. And the, some other coincid, uh, suspicious coincidences, like the, this one pilot, um, he, he was closest to the, the whole the whole thing. His, his name is yeah. Frost. Let me, uh, let, me, let me stop you real quick. We are going to a break. This is Broken Man Radio. We have AlienScientist.com. We're going to come back and get a little bit more into the Pentagon on Stay right there. We'll be back in about three minutes. Flawless science believes you deserve the right to have a long and healthy life. You deserve to have toxin-free air and water and foods rich in minerals and nutrients. Factory farming, genetically modified foods, and thousands of environmental contaminants are polluting our world and stripping your right to healthy life away from you. FlawlessScience.com helps you regain these rights. FlawlessScience.com makes natural products and provides the best nutraceutical products to enhance your quality of life, your state of health, and well-being. So whether you're struggling with obesity, diabetes, hypertension, memory loss, allergies, high cholesterol, neuropathy, or to spice things up in the bedroom, FlawlessScience.com is here to help you. FlawlessScience.com ships quickly worldwide in discreet packaging and will never sell your information to anyone for any reason. For all your wellness, weight control, extreme muscle building, and nutraceutical needs, Visit FlawlessScience.com today. Are you a frequent flyer business traveler? Are you tired of paying exorbitant ticket prices to fly business or first class? Well, now you don't have to. Visit FlyFirstClass.com to find out how you can travel in style and comfort to hundreds of locations around the world while saving 40 to 70% on your airfare. FlyFirstClass.com has been serving corporate and leisure travelers the world over since 1998. They are a professional company providing professionals with first-class service and total reliability. How about flying from Miami to Paris, round trip per person, business class from $3,300 or first class from $4,600 or a flight from the 48 states, Canada or Alaska to South America, business class starting at $3,300 or first class starting at $4,600. Make no mistake, these are flights on major commercial airlines. So before you book your next flight, log on to flyfirstclass.com and see how much money you can save. That website is flyfirstclass.com, flyfirstclass.com. Dependablevoice.com, the total solution, one-stop shop for your business telecommunications needs. Nationwide business class telecommunications services, providing voice and data, voice over internet, and hosted PDX. Dependable Voice is now offering the first month free for any 
voice over internet and hosted PDX services. Save up to 50% on your current phone bill and save thousands of dollars with no need to purchase PDX hardware. Hosted PDX and voice over internet services include free local and long distance calling to the U.S., Canada, and Caribbean. Email to voicemail. Follow me services. Multiple visual call reports. Dynamic auto attendant. Advanced ACDM call queue. Unified voice and fax messaging. And much, much more. Plus, get your first month free with a minimum three phone system. Call Dependable Voice today at 1-888-346-1085 or visit them online at dependablevoice.com. That's dependablevoice.com. Dependable Voice, the total solution for business telecommunications. Well, the big extraordinary scenes in Berlin tonight as thousands of people gathered to break, you know, are coming back out of the break. It's like some of these, there's a couple of them I didn't, I didn't even recognize. I was like, did I really send them that one? All right, we'll go, all right? Saying he was speaking as a proud citizen of the world, of the world, of the world. It is a big idea. idea. This is Broken Man Radio. We are back live right here on OrionTalkRadio.com. And I've got Jay on from AlienScientist.com and YouTube Alien Scientist. He's got a lot of videos, done about 50 videos. And uh, I, I strongly urge you. The video we're talking about tonight is uh, 40, about 43 minutes, 29 seconds. It's kind of the perfect length in, in my eyes. Uh, it's called 911 Conspiracy Solved Names, Connections, and uh, if you if you want to check that out, that's the video we're actually talking about. Has a lot. It connects a lot. And like like Jay said, he's he didn't even get. He cut out a bunch of it. You know, uh, how much did you say you probably cut out of that video? I cut out a lot of, but probably over half of it because I, I have a, a tendency to go off on tangents into like a lot of detail, and a lot of that detail is really not necessary, and it's just boring and. And not really crucial to the whole picture that I was trying to forward. I was trying to give people like a little block where they wouldn't get distracted or have anything that's, you know, too too um, controversial. Or you know, I still in- included some stuff that was a little bit of con- a little bit controversial at the end there, the whole pods thing. But um, there's still I cut a, I cut an awful lot of uh, information out of it and I cut it down. And these are all based on other articles and stuff which I link to in the description, which people can go and read. And do more research on. Um, in fact, the stuff I was talking about uh, just recently with the Pentagon before he we went on break um, was from an article by Kevin Ryan on his uh, blog, digwithin.net, called From Renovation to Revolution, Was the Pentagon Attacked from Within? And that's a really uh, interesting article in it. He talks about, you know, the, the Pentagon plane crash and, of course, AMAC, the, the construction corporation that uh, did the construction, reconstruction before and after uh, the Pentagon attack, and they also had contracts to clean up a lot of Ground Zero, so they were both connected to the Pentagon and you know the Ground Zero cleanups as well. So and no, nobody, nobody from that corporation died on on uh, in the attacks themselves, which is interesting. Um, one of the things, though, is is that the um, the whole thing with the plane that that, that allegedly flight seventy. That hit the Pentagon. You know the plane that was. Uh, of course, all the planes on 9/11 were understat uh, under. They were like at uh, 20% occupancy or something really low. And it's interesting that the Pentagon, the, the the hijackers crashed the plane into one section of the Pentagon, which was the least occupied. So they killed the least amount of people possible. I mean that that seems to me more like uh, you know an inside job scenario than you know terrorists because terrorists when they want to kill the most people, they would have crashed it into the North Wing for one. They wouldn't have crashed it into this 
wet recent wing that was recently renovated and uh, had all these you know reconstructions going on and had most of the people in that area in that section of the building weren't even there um so so like they minute they minimized a lot of the casualties in every single way especially on the flights you look at it you know most flights the average flight was at you know much higher occupancy than the flights of the all the flights on 9-11 they had so many empty seats it, it just everywhere you see it looks like they they tried to minimize casualties as much as possible um and that that's of course indicative of an inside job and not a terrorist attack because you know ter- terrorists try to kill and it, it causes as much damage as possible rather than you know this sort of surgical strike that we witnessed on 9-11 yeah and that's right. one of the things that i i brought up on an earlier <laughs> while back was if they really 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 wanted to kill as many people in new york city as they wanted to there were so many different ways to do it they could have flown the planes directly into the ground and caused way more damage than they did so i i just i that's 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 one of the things that really stands out to me is as to how real this quote-unquote terrorist attack was Right, and the big thing for me is that is that it hit the one, one section of the Pentagon that was recently renovated, and and the interesting thing is right where the section that that plane hit on 9/11, there was this one guy that was hanging out in that that same exact area about 10 minutes before the flight hit, and then he left and went outside, and he was the one witness that they used to basically say that that, that he saw you know the the plane, he saw the real you know American Airlines flight 77 jet. Um, so that guy's name was Frank Probst, uh, P-R-O-B-S-T, um, and you can you can look him up. He's he's the guy who gave the official um, eyewitness testimony, which solidified in the uh, 9/11 Commission report. And he was one of the few people, I guess, that was um, unlisted, or I guess the department had restrictions on the 9/11 Commission interviews for certain witnesses. Only four Pentagon witnesses were on the DOJ sensitive list, and uh, that he was one of them. He was one of them that was on that list, and, and basically, uh, the the DO, Department of Justice insisted that uh, an attorney must be present during these interviews, and a five day morning warning must be given in each case, and no record could be made of any kind of the, these interviews. And it was his um, his report that Flight seventy seven crashed into in the Pentagon, but he was witness uh, in that same area, right where the window was, um, shortly before it happened. And that's interesting in itself because I, I, I sort of have this idea in my own head that they have this sort of uh, this transponder in which the, fly, the plane targets itself into that transponder, and you could keep this, you could bring this to work in a suitcase or something. And I just picture these guys who worked in those offices that were setting up these buildings in the World Trade Centers that they just had to bring the suitcase and sit it in the window, you know, and then the plane would fly itself right into it. And and then you have this this story where this guy was seen right there in the impact zone of the Pentagon, and then he's the witness that says he saw the plane, you know, and nobody else really did. And his his eyewitness testimony conflicts with all the you know the downlight polls and all kinds of other evidence and information. So it's you know it's false, right? And um, but it's interesting because I just picture that you know these guys bringing the suitcase with the transponder, and it, you know the plane will fly itself into that. Uh, it's it's sort of like you know the, it's sort of like a mil- military thing, you know. They people, you know, the laser targeting or something. Yeah, well, people don't understand that technology does exist, and it has existed for a long time. I mean, it's it's nothing new. I mean, remote controlled airplanes, nothing new. You know, we've well, had autopilot in airplanes since the you know the sixties. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, uh, it's not as complex as you know the, the the systems that were being developed right before uh, leading up to nine eleven. I mean, the, the the technology was really coming to age right around nine eleven, and a lot of people who were apparently involved with. Pentagon black operations involved in these types of research died aboard Flight 77. Uh, there's a couple names on that list which are really suspicious. And people can look up there. There's there's uh, 
there's names of people on that list, and I have them on my website under my 9-11 page uh, with more information on them and their ba- and sort of their background and stuff. Yeah, I um, think that's really one of the most interesting things about the video is how uh, uh, is who died. It's not right. not necessarily, I mean, it was awful that anyone died, but, you know, with 3,000 people. But when you really dig deeper and you start looking at who these people really were and who they are, you are, are wealthy. People who survived. Look at the people who survived, and you're like, wow, these people were well-connected. Like, how come more of these people didn't die? And, and I don't know, I, I, I think about that Batman movie where the Jokers kill one another, one after the other, and then the Joker gets in the way, where, where all the people who conspire, conspired to rob the bank with him are all dead in the end, and he just gets away with the money. Exactly. And it's kind of like the way I think about 9-11, is that they, they took part, they took great care to, to kill as many people in that event, to cover up as many things as possible in that in that event as they could. And that's seen all over from the passenger list on Flight 77 to the, you know, the people inside the, that were told to go to meetings on the in the buildings, like Richard Grove and all the people from Marshall McLennan that died in, in that building. Um, and I, I seem to think the, all these people are looking for these, you know, demolition crews. And, and why, not, why, wouldn't, why do you think they wouldn't blow them up inside the buildings too, you know? Why? Why would you let them get away? You know, why? Why risk a, an asset like that? I don't. And, I don't and along the and along those same lines, you've got the FBI agents there were because Building Seven, you know, obviously housed a, a, a large FBI office, and uh, well, the, what it was the second largest besides Langley Secret Service. Well, CIA, CIA, yeah, and, or CIA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, the thing is that the, the CIA is very interested in large scale financial transactions, and what better place to have an office than on, you know right on the center of the stock exchange in Wall Street and everything, you know, right right there in, in Manhattan. And of course, it's you know the second largest CIA headquarters. It's half of what they do is finance tracing finances, you know. Think of how important that is to, to know, like other countries' finances and, and you know even even corporations and stuff like that. That's probably half of the intelligence work that goes on is is, is that right there. But uh, wasn't there, wasn't there an issue with um, either either CIA or FBI agents that were actually off on a retreat? And that's another thing is you look at that. All the, they were having a company retreat in Monterey, California. They had all the FBI's top counterterrorism experts out there taking place in like training and, and stuff. So they were all the way from New York City. And, and that's interesting in itself because if you want to have a crime like this, you're going to have an inside job and you're going to need to keep things tight and covered up. You can't have the FBI, you know, being on site and going poking around. So it's, it's perfect. They set it up so that the FBI would be out of place and that, and that, they could get all their agents assigned to the scene and, and say things all set. It's locked down here. You don't need to worry about it. You know, so all those other people that weren't the inside guys that they could trust, they wouldn't they wouldn't have been able to get close to it. Well, and and, and that was the other. You know, it, it's just amazing how people were. You know, got phone calls not to come to work, or you know, there's just certain people like you said before. They they were told not to show up for work for whatever reason. They they were given all sorts of different reasons. Uh, you've got the FBI that's out in uh, Monterey. You've got uh, so that basically leaves them with a certain group of FBI agents or CIA or whatever to actually say, okay, don't FEMA. Worry about FEMA. It. A lot, of, a lot of FEMA. Remember, FEMA was there the night before they were yeah. taking part. They had a drill uh, tripod two. The drill tripod two. You can look that up. Um, and FEMA was there the night before. They were called down. And Kurt Sunnenfield was called in the night before. He was there the night before. The FEMA photographer that took all those pictures and the right. Matrix and her six and stuff. Yep. So I mean, the FEMA was already there the night before. They were they were already in place and ready to you know 
take action for you know supposedly a separate drill, but obviously you know it's to set up for this. And uh, but they they, went, they they rushed all this stuff out so fast. I mean the the concrete, the, you know, parts of the buildings. Um, they took out like 50 trucks out of World Trade Center 7 the first night. Yep, yep. Uh, we're coming up on another break. We're going to have Jay around for one more segment. And uh, this is Broken Man Radio on OrionTalkRadio.com. You can catch Jay over to AlienScientist.com. We'll be back three minutes or, well, actually about six minutes. At OrionTalkRadio.com, you could say that we're all talk. The two major parties are not presenting anything new to the American people. It is a control. 2-4-4-3-4. Time has come for America to hear the truth. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies. I want to... What are you going to investigate World Trade Center 7, sir? I want to be someone else, so I'll explode. We have to continuously ask questions. That's what a patriot does. Yeah, Gulf of Tonkins, I remember he called a conspiracy theorist five years ago. That's now been totally declassified that that was all staged. Thanks to the Internet, it is easier than ever before for liberty activists to spread news and other information regarding the evils of government power and the benefits of freedom. Today, in the name of freedom, we take the battle to them. This is Broken Man Radio. Bag. This is Broken Man Radio right here on OrionTalkRadio.com. Hour number two. We've got one more segment here with Jay from AlienScientist.com. Um, I, I, I kind of wanted to touch on before we let you go uh, the, the the many connections that you've put forth in this film, and and of course the other connections that have come across you know all the other films and and uh, documentaries that have been you know put out there for everyone to see. Uh, one of the things that a lot of people try to are really tried to avoid sometimes is 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 the Mossad connection and there there were actually eyewitness testimony of of you know Israelis dancing in a in a parking lot uh, in a, in a you know an apartment building kind of overlooking the water where they could see directly you know see the the towers burning and things like that what what do you think about that I mean what do you think uh, now obviously there's it, a couple other things too I mean. 
There's the, there's the explode. I've, I've read a lot about this. The, the van that was stopped on the George Washington bridge right. full of explosives and the urban moving systems, that company that was supposedly around. And then those Israeli art students that were uh, occupied or living inside the World Trade Center um, during the attacks and stuff. And they, they sort of put I've seen a lot of scenarios weaving these uh you know, pieces of information into some sort of overall scenario and stuff, and uh, and, and 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 linking up with certainly Mossad, Mossad, and uh, they're they're one of the largest intelligence agencies in the entire world, and obviously they had to have known and had to have inside information. And you look at guys who are involved that have dual dual Israeli citizenship and are connected with the Mossad, who were definitely involved with 9-11, like Doc Zakheim, who I point out and I talk about, and then others like Richard Pearl, who was uh, actually caught um, selling secrets to Israel or, and, and sharing intelligence with them. And and these people are, of course, very much involved with, with 9-11. And, of course, Israel's goals in the Middle East are very similar to what we're doing over there. And, uh, of course, they're very, you know, in the same page with us. But as far as, uh, you know, the scenario that these urban moving systems and this span full of explosives and these Israeli art students were somehow the ones that rigged up these buildings. It's just implausible because how did they gain access, gain access to the buildings and get explosives in it without, you know, security companies? And it, a lot of that avoids looking at who the security companies were and the, and the connections and stuff there. So there's not just one side to this whole thing. And, and uh, you know, I really, I really can't stand the people that are still saying, oh, it was the government. 9-11 was the government or it was, you know, or it was the Mossad or it was CIA or Israel or any one entity. That The problem is you, you cannot uh, you can't bring a group or an entire race of people to court for uh, for a crime. It, it's never going to happen. You can't even you can't try a group in, in a court. The only thing you can bring to court is individuals. You, you know, you can get charges pressed against a person. You can't press charges against a entity or a religion or, a, or an intelligence agency or anything like that. So I think it's people really need to start, you know, shying away from, you know, saying it was the government or these sort of blanket statements saying, you know, it was just it was Mossad or it was CIA. Certainly, elements of these these all these organizations were involved to a certain extent, and it's about documenting that and pointing it out and who they were and, and their individual connections. And uh, you know, any type of compartmented black operation, you need to show what the compartmentation was and who did what and how it all came together. Because obviously, one person didn't all do this. You know, obviously, this took a very very intelligent and coordinated effort from a lot of people who had inside knowledge about all these all these things like the Pentagon, you know, hijack drills, scenarios, uh, you know, NORAD response times. They had to know all these detail, all this detailed information about a host of different things. And uh, to say that it was Israel or that Israel, it was an outside job that Israel could have done this and subverted our entire U.S. There was people inside the U.S. that were obviously involved. Uh, of course, they didn't make NORAD stand down. They didn't, you know, Israel couldn't have done a lot of, things that were involved they couldn't have flown all the fbi to california to, to that company retreat but yet there are these these connections which are interesting interesting and and you know do warrant some further investigation or mention and uh i didn't mention them in my video of course these have been covered by other videos and um i don't know some of those videos are are better than others and some of them are a have a lot of uh, ideological disinformation mixed in with the mix. Uh, ideological disinformation is, you know, of course, you know, hate speech against a certain group like uh, anti-communist or anti-Semitic or Jew, uh, Jews. Uh, one of the things is uh, the Dov Zakheim. If you look up Dov Zakheim, you'll find my video, and I kind of did that video for a, a reason, but you'll also find another video, which is, I think, a clip taken from the documentary Missing Links. Have you seen that one before? 
I don't think I've seen that one yet. But anyways, it, it talks about missing. It talks about Dov Zakheim and that. But every other word is Jew or Rabbi, and it's just like, do you really need to like hammer that point home to get you know the, that you're really trying to get that across? I understand, and it's just funny because it's like every other word is Jew Rabbi, and it's and you go to a lot of these sites and try to get information on a lot of these people, and you find that they're all all these sites are uh, they're not really. There, there are a lot of ideological disinformation in those sites, like the the whole like it was all Jews or you know Israel. Or they they all they were the ones who were entirely responsible. And uh, believe me, everybody in Israel is not like on board with this. You know, everybody who lives in Israel does not agree with this. There's a lot of people who are Israeli citizens that very much disagree and very much you know the, the Mossad and and their government as much as we hate ours. And I mean. Uh, it, it, obviously, for good reason. But. That's that's what we really need to do is try to get those people together and, and all of us join together. If we keep fighting each other and keep pointing fingers at, at, at a certain group or a certain, you know, ideology that, that, you know, it's just that's not solving anything. And I and I've seen so many people out here with a great message and they completely ruin it by going anti-Semitic or. Uh, you know, any, any of this stuff that they, that they're doing when they get into racism and things like that, it just totally ruins the message. And, uh, it's I really, a fine line to walk. I mean, when yeah. you, you're trying to get information across about an individual, does it, do you really need to, you know, uh, say that the person's a Jewish rabbi 15 times, you know, like they did with dogs that time? It's really completely unnecessary and irrelevant to his involvement in 9 11 and, and, and the core facts and everything. Right. And, uh, I just don't understand why, like, some of those people, they'll call me, they'll scream at people like me or Alex Jones and call us, you know, Zionist shills just because, you know, we're not sitting here screaming, yeah, it was all the fucking Jews, you know, like, <laughs> or something like that. It's ridiculous, man. It's like, obviously, there's there's uh, there's more people who are involved in this, and it's not, you can't blame this on a religion. This is the same thing that, you know, Hitler did with uh and then all the Holocaust denials. I mean, it's kind of hardy. Yeah, I like what you're saying about getting everyone on the same page and getting us all together and, and agree to cooperate. But at the same time, you have, you know, things like low-intensity operations. I don't know if you know, know what low-intensity operations are. It's basically when you have a subversive group which is inconvenient to a political agenda and you create another group with a similar name and similar ideals, and then you do things with that group to blacklist the other group, you know, like the People's Front of Judea or the GD and People's Front. I don't know if you... But uh, that's the whole idea: is that there's a lot of subversion that goes on, and counterintelligence is, is not an, is not a new thing to this game. And there's a lot of people that have put these things in the way, and, uh, and and these tricks and traps to sort of you know twist people up and get people to stumble or get them to discredit themselves. So as soon as they start talking about all these great connections to these you know inside individuals, but then they're like, oh yeah, and by the way, they're all Jews. Oh, there you go. You just you know like you you just lost the interest of the person who was going to listen to you and, uh, you know, going, maybe listen to what you had to say. And, uh, and it's just that ideological, ideological disinformation. And a lot of those other things can confuse the message a lot and, um, you know, mix up, mix up people and send them in the, in the wrong directions and stuff. But it's, I, I say name names, focus on the people and the connections. Don't just blame a group. That's just, that's just as bad as, you know, trying to say it was, you know, the CIA or the government, you know, Obviously, well, it wasn't. We're at the end of our time, Jay. Thank you so much. Aliensciencist.com. Aliensciencist.com. And uh, we, we do appreciate it. Uh, thank, thanks for listening. And we'll be back here in a few minutes uh, with our uh, guest for the second half of the show. Uh, thanks, Jay.
Hey, no problem. Take care. And we're, we're going to have Jay on again. We'll have Jay on for a full two hours at some point in the very near future. And uh, I, I promise he's got a lot of good information. Broken Man Radio, we'll be right back. Three minutes. If you're a property manager and need to add rental listings to an existing website without any effort, Loop North Listings can get info added to your site with just one step added to any HTML page. Visitors to your site can search and display your listings and photos, see a listing on a map, sign up for free updates, see your most recent Twitter tweet, and request a showing. The cost, just $2 per listing per month, and you can cancel at any time. Learn more at loopnorth.com. Click on the link, Info Services for Property Managers. Loopnorth.com. If you're a realtor and need to add listings to an existing website without any effort, Loop North Listings can get info from your MLS data provider to your site with just one step added to any HTML page. Visitors to your site can search and display your listings and photos, see a listing on a map, sign up for free updates, see your most recent Twitter, and request a showing. The cost? Just $2 per day. You can cancel at any time. Learn more at loopnorth.com. Click on the link, Info Services for Realtors, loopnorth.com. Did you know that the water you're drinking may contain over 2,000 different contaminants? From hormone-disrupting and mind-altering chemicals like fluoride and pharmaceuticals to newly emerging contaminants like radiation and other hybrid chemicals that water treatment plants don't screen out of our drinking water. PureEffectFilters.com has a breakthrough filter solution to effectively reduce the widest range of such contaminants, including the radiation coming from the Fukushima disaster. In addition, the filters will also revitalize your water by releasing natural minerals and electrolytes while increasing pH and antioxidant levels. Safeguard and revitalize your drinking water today with a breakthrough Pure Effect water filter system. Visit PureEffectFilters.com to learn more or contact us today at 1-888-891-4821. That's 1-888-891-4821. Or visit PureEffectFilters.com to learn more. Listening to Orion News Talk is even easier to do with your smartphone. Yo, check it out. If your cell phone accepts software apps, the absolute best way to listen to your favorite radio station is with TuneIn Radio. Just download the app and then do a search for Orion Talk Radio. Save us as a preset, and you can take us with you wherever you go. At work, the gym, at the store, or on the road. Anywhere you need to go, we'll be with you. Orion News Talk. News and views beyond the mainstream media. Hi there, Maxine again, the Orion Talk Radio spokes chick, here to point out that Orion Talk Radio has a chip and banner on our homepage. Perhaps you haven't noticed it or maybe you've ignored it, but it's there for a good reason. Listener contributions help keep the programming you listen to on the air. It also helps defray the cost of running the network. So take a moment to click the chip in banner and help a worthwhile cause. The banner is located right under the social media links for easy access. This is Max. Thanks for tuning in and chipping in. And we are back with a new guest. We got a new guest right here on Broken Man Radio on OrionTalkRadio.com. The Orion, Orion, Orion. See, I can't even talk. My mouth's dry. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm a nervous wreck tonight. I don't know why. I'm never nervous 
when I do a show. It's like when I'm on my own station, I, I don't get nervous. I guess maybe it's uh, a little different situation when you're doing it for someone else. But uh, thanks for hanging in as long as you have. We appreciate that. And by the way, I apologize for the uh, the guest kind of dropped a little bomb there. And it's uh, it's okay. It's Everything's fine. You know, nobody panic. Nobody run into the streets screaming. It, it'll be okay. It happens sometimes. Okay. So it was just an accident. But uh, anyway, we have with us right now a good friend of mine. Probably my best friend, if you want to get if you want to get technical about it, I would say he is my best friend. Uh, Tom, he's uh, been a longtime friend of mine from way back. I'm not going to say how we met because uh, you know uh, we don't need to discuss those things. But uh, Tom, most people know him as Shark Meat, and he does the Shark Meat Show. He started in internet radio, <coughs> excuse me, a long time ago, and and he kind of graduated. He did some podcasts for us over at KOE Live. And uh, kind of on a more political thing, and I don't know anyone that is more knowledgeable about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, uh, any of that stuff than this guy right here. Tom, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. Uh, I, I wanted to bring you on. You know, I, I, I kind of wish we had three hours so I could have divided. Uh, I had a little bit more time with Jay, and then I wanted a little bit more time with you. But uh, we, we kind of obviously we just had the presidential election, if you want to call it that. Uh, you know, it's uh, Obama's reelected, and I know you threw a fit, and uh, several other people I'm sure threw fits about it. But but there's so much, really is so much to talk about other than that. When it comes down to our constitutional rights and and uh, all the, all these different things that were written in these articles that, that people seem to be ignoring these days, and they don't even care to look, to be quite honest, and. One of the one of the big things that I think you and I have talked about several times, and what I've brought up here recently on on some of the social media sites, is um, one of the one of the things that women said they're not going to vote for Romney for was because he's going to take away their rights to abortion, and that kind of threw me threw me for a loop because if I if I if I remember correctly, Tom, I don't remember abortion being in the bill of rights maybe you can correct me on that but go ahead uh well you are actually correct that there is nothing in the constitution or the bill of rights that would lead anyone to believe that abortion and among many other uh issues that is actually a right um i think a lot of people get confused and they like to throw the word right around um just willy-nilly um a lot of people don't realize what it is and what classifies it as a right. And, um, you know, when you look at what what our forefathers meant as as a right, that was more of something that could not and should never be taken away from you. Um, also classified as uh, something given to you by the ultimate creator, by God, whatever your, you know, allegiances to but it's something that can't be taken away though one of the biggest problems is that we have outreached and overstretched not me and you but as in the federal government has actually taken the constitution and instead of doing what they actually swore to do which was to uphold the constitution they have actually interpreted the constitution and they like to take little bits of words and whatnot and turn it into regulations so they can use those regulations to supersede. Um, a lot of people like to bring up Roe versus Wade. 
Um, and they say, well, Roe versus Wade is exactly why we have the right to abortion. Well, technically, no. Um, number one, the, the Supreme Court was never intended to vote on anything but constitutional law. And when you actually deal with anything, if you, it's very easy to see. When you look at Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution, um, it lists 18 enumerated powers. And under those 18 enumerated powers, uh, that's what the government has control over the states. Anything outside those 18 enumerated powers are actually delegated to the states within themselves. So if you actually look at the Constitution and you look at the law, you don't have the right to an abortion. You actually have a choice as long as your state defines that choice that you have. Right. And, and let me let me say, if all the women haven't disconnected by now, uh, let me say, I, and I probably should have said this first, is I you do what you want to with your body. I wouldn't personally be involved in, in, in that. You know, I, I have I've done it before. I, I have I I per, paid for one and um, I feel guilty to this day because of it. So because of that, I would never, ever. And for the simple fact, I have children now, and and the love of a child, that that unconditional love that you feel towards them and they feel towards you, is something that I would never that I, really I would want everyone to to be able to experience. So so in because of that, my personal feelings are I would never be involved in that again. Now, what you want to do with your body and what you want to do is is up to you. I, I feel like you know if a woman has a, a, a I you know if, if she wants to have one fine, but but I think that these these little these smaller issues like abortion, uh, gay rights and things like that need to be decided by the state, not the federal government. The state should be voting all of this stuff in or out. And if you live in a state that doesn't uh, allow abortion or whatever, then move to a state that does. I mean, it's, you know, I, I'm not taking away and we and we're not taking away your 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 ability to have an abortion or, or to to gay marriage or any of that stuff. I, I don't I don't care. It has nothing to do with me. You know, we're not trying to step on that. It, it's the fact that you people are throwing throwing this stuff around as a right and it's not a right it's not in the bill of rights and it's not in the constitution so stop using the word you know it, it, it it's just ridiculous but uh, but anyway well, and you can also find that there are i mean it's alarming the amount of disinformation that's out there and when you look at these exit polls and in the next segment i'll happily read down the list of of reasons that people voted either one way or the other and the reasons they voted for them. Okay. Yeah, very good. We'll get into that as the next segment. But real quick, um, are you going to be doing the Shark Meat show? Are you going to bring that back at all in the, in the very near future, sir? Well, actually, I'm starting a new project uh, as my jobs have kind of uh, resituated so I can get back doing my podcast. I'm actually creating a new series. It's still going to be called the Shark Meat show. Uh, but I'm doing what's called the Project 10 series. And what and the thing that I have found is that most people seem to have a, you know, the, the disinformation is is killing this country. So, you know, what I want to do is basically go through and, you know, I'm not going to do like a scholarly thing and, you know, try to go through every little thing of the Constitution. But there's definitely parts of the Constitution I think that people ought to know. Um, and we're going to be... Um, 
leaning towards the Tenth Amendment and explaining what that right is, especially the Ninth and the Tenth Amendment. Are you going to wear a powdered wig? Um, actually, um, I was hoping that you would come and do the powdered thing for me. <laughs> I might do that, man. I might make the 10-hour uh, drive down there, but we're getting close to a break here. <laughs> yeah, I want to see you with a powdered wig holding a Gadsden flag. Yeah, good luck to you. Good luck on that, my friend. Uh Oh, there's the bumper music. I heard it that time. We, we'll be back here in a few minutes. This is Broken Bad Radio and OrionTalkRadio.com. Our guest, Tom, also known as Shark Meat, the uh, most knowledgeable guy on the Constitution that I know. Back in three minutes. Free speech guaranteed. You're listening to The Orion Talk Radio Network. Since 9-11, the people of the United States have sadly witnessed the largest transformation in our nation's history. And since then, we've collectively been terrorized over and over again. By flag-waving politicians and the corporate news media, we've been sold a nebulous, never-ending war on terror. We've been psychologically conditioned with fear through repeated, endless warnings. A Patriot Act that threatens our democracy. A Military Commissions Act that disregards our Bill of Rights. A homegrown terrorism act that makes us all a threat. And an oppressive fascist state before you know it. Have you ever asked yourself, of all the government failures on 9-11, how is it that our politicians made us pay the price? Don't buy the lie. We're Americans, and we don't give up our Constitution to anyone, terrorists or politicians. We fought wars just to have these rights. And at Orion Talk Radio, we're damn well going to fight to keep them. IRN USA Radio News. I'm Jordan Hooker. President Obama can now count Florida's 29 electoral votes in his win column. With almost 100% of the vote counted in Florida, the Florida Secretary of State's office says Obama led Mitt Romney 50% to 49.1%. That's a difference of about 74,000 votes, which is enough to avoid an automatic recount under Florida law. An attack on a military base in the Syrian city of Dara has resulted in numerous deaths. The state-run news agency says seven civilians were killed, but according to activists, at least 20 Syrian soldiers were killed in the suicide car bombings. The negotiations over next year's European Union budget have collapsed. The issue is how to cover an $11 billion shortfall in the 2012 budget. Several states imposing spending cuts at home are questioning the amount. You're listening to IRN USA Radio News. You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. <laughs> Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-284-5572. This works. Call the number. 
Call now for your free CD. 800-284-5572. 800-284-5572. Join me, Joe Joseph, for Freedom Link Radio, Tuesday and Thursday evenings from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern on the Orion Talk Radio Network. think this all started out in a cave? Do you really believe that it's our freedom they'll save? Is it possible there's another plan and they're paving the way? Is it too far-fetched to think our leaders wouldn't misbehave? Have you looked at what they promised us and what they gave? Why'd we invade Iraq through the terrorists were Saudis? And why did Bush and Bin Laden have stock in the same companies? And how the CIA already know about these guys? Hey, we're back here. Broken Man Radio, OrionTalkRadio.com. It's a, it's a Saturday night. It's a fun Saturday night, my first venture on Orion Talk Radio. And uh, we're back here with Tom. Tom, shark meat. I don't know. What do you want me to call you? you to, just not late for supper, right? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I don't care. Sorry, we get a little goofy when, when, when shark meat's on with me. We, we get a little bit silly. And yeah, and I'm being on my best behavior too. You are. You're you're being very good. I'm very I'm very uh very impressed, my friend. Yeah, I should let people know if they listen to my podcast. I'm uh, not this family friendly. <laughs> Is it R rated, sir? Um, definitely a PG thirteen oh. uh, at least. Okay. Um. Now, now, what did you what did you want to get into, sir? Well, let let's get into well, what we're talking about before bef- before we get in. Anything else? I, I I do want to congratulate you on you know being on Orion, and uh, I listened to the uh, first segment, of the first interview, and uh, other than a few minor mistakes, uh, it sounded great. And uh, congratulations to you, bro. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I am proud to be a part of this grand network, and it's a uh, you know they've get, they've got a lot of listeners. They've got a lot of good listeners, and 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 I think they're you know. They're all wanting the same thing. They're just wanting information. And, and hopefully at some point, as I talked to you earlier today, you know, I, I'd like to be able to use this show to uh, provide solutions, not only the problems, not only point out uh, one of one of our one of my listeners, uh, Mike, he, he pointed this out the other day that a lot of people get on and they have a lot of things to say about our problems. And, and we, we can sit and point fingers all day long. But what are the solutions? You know, how do we get out of this? How, how do we how do we get ourselves out of this mess that we're in? So I want to try to do that in the future. That's what I want to do with this show is not only show you what's messed up, but maybe how we can correct it and, uh, you know, go forward. So uh, but anyway, get back, get in quickly as as to what you were going to talk about before. Well, and just, you know, basing, you know, adding on to what you were saying. I mean, that that that's the problem is that the disinformation you know, people out there, they they think that they, you know, they they hear all the time that, you know, oh, well, I should have free health care and I, you know, and I should have this and that, you know. Uh, one of my favorite videos that was uh, trending on YouTube was the lady from uh, Columbus, Ohio, that was, you know, I mean, adamantly holding up signs yelling, you know, I'm going to get my Obama phone, you know, and, and it, it just all the demographics and whether you're you know talking to Hispanics or Asians or you know just anybody in this country, the they they don't seem to know what the rule what the law is, and you know when they're going through um, you know I spent you know a lot of time after the election you know first you know kind of hanging my head but you know I realized that you know our forefathers they they kind of prepared us for this and they left clauses into the Constitution 
um, to prepare us for this because they knew that this could happen. I mean, obviously, they were a part of England. You know, they came over here, started the 13 colonies, and, you know, we all know how that went back in 1776. You know, but in 1786, you know, we had this, you know, bright new constitution. It was a new country and so forth. Um, you know, and you ask people nowadays what any of that means, and, you know, you get the deer in the headlight looks. Um, you know, one of some of the most common responses uh, in the exit polling was, um, you know, and the, the one thing that I looked at was the, the amount of people, uh, especially white people, that did not vote. Um, it actually fell by 7%. Now, there was more white people that voted for McCain than they did, you know, for uh, Romney. And so, you know, I was like, well, especially with, uh, you know, the importance of this election, you know, everybody knowing, you know, especially what was going on with Obama, the economy, you know, uh, foreign, all the stuff that's going on. I was like, well, why is it that, you know, what is the number one thing? And the biggest answers were is that they felt disenfranchised and not represented, you know. And, and when you have a large group of people and you're talking millions of people that they just completely feel, disfran you know, not represented. And then when you feel the exit polling of why people voted in the opposite direction, I mean, you get everything from race to uh, abortion to, you know, they believe that, you know, the propaganda of moveon.org, that, the, you know, we're moving in the right direction, um, you know, and the list goes on. And, you know, it is actually, and then, and then the, the number one alarming thing is, is that they still believe that, you know, o Obama's not to blame for the bad economy, that it's still Bush, even though we've had four years of bad policies. Of course, that conversation could go on for literally hours. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> all you have to do is look at the debt. Uh, the debt, what, tripled? I mean, come on. And that was his spending. He spent more. Obama spent more than, you know, the last two presidents combined. Uh, actually, more than that. So I... It, it, it's actually, if you go from George Washington all the way to Clinton, Obama and Bush spent more money the last two years of Bush's administration and the four years of Obama. They spent more than every other president combined. Wow. I mean, you <laughs> try to wrap your head around that figure. That's a big figure. You know, well, you know and, and I find it funny because, you know, you hear on the news all the time, you know, they spit these numbers out and blah, blah, blah. But, you know... I'd like for people just to stop for just a half a second and think six trillion dollars and, and try to even to comprehend what that number is. Yeah, it's that's that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. You know, and you look at, you know, we're and, and you know, the thing is, is literally billions of dollars were spent on this election. And what do we have to show for it? We have a house that is exactly the same. You know, numbers fluctuated maybe a little bit, but it's still the same. The Republicans still have the House. You have a Senate that's pretty much just the same, and we act, the Republicans actually lost uh, seats in that, but it's still the same. And, you know, and if you look at the percentage of the popular vote, I mean, we're literally almost split dead even. Right. So what what do we have to show for those billions of dollars and 18 months of you know, watching all this stuff on TV that, you know, at this point in time, everybody's got, you know, political fever. Well, I know I was getting tired of seeing uh, ads. I was getting tired of getting the mailers. I got more phone calls this year than I can shake a stick at. I mean, I, I had people calling me. I had people from the Romney campaign calling me, asking me, what time, what time are you voting? I'm like, 
What does it matter what time I'm voting? It, it doesn't matter what time. You just worry about that I'm going to the poll. You know, I'm not. It doesn't matter what time I'm voting, which raises a few eyebrows. If, if you really sit and think about it, it kind of raises some eyebrows as to why would they care what time I'm going to the polls. I mean, uh, you know, they, they obviously knew I lived in Iowa. They knew I had till 9 o'clock Central Time to, to vote, you know, and it, it just it just didn't make any sense. But, uh, the, you know, there have been all of these these uh, rumors about uh, voter tampering and uh, the voting machines, the electronic voting machines being tampered with. It's been proven that they've been hacked into within minutes, and I mean within like five minutes they've been hacked into. And they can have the, the numbers could be changed at any given time. Um, you know, all that stuff going through. Meanwhile, we actually go over, you know, go over to other countries and we're going to stand and watch you guys vote because we don't trust you guys. We don't think you can do it on your own. And then, you know, it's, uh, then people flip out when the UN's going to send people over to watch us vote. <laughs> you know, it's people just have a, have an absolute conniption over it. And, uh, the the amount of money that was spent on disinformation this year was absolutely alarming. Um, you know, and if you were watching Fox News or you were listening to any conservative radio, I mean, y you were at a point where it was like, well, maybe I shouldn't even vote because, you know, the way that they were explaining it, you know, Obama didn't even have a chance. And, you know, and the thing that the thing that actually tipped me off that I kind of thought this was not going to go the right way. I live in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's been a red state for like forever. And during, you know, McCain, uh, Obama, you know, four years ago, you never saw an advertisement on TV for Obama. I mean, they, they didn't even try. And, it, and everybody knows how much money that George Soros and MoveOn.org spent in the last campaign to get Obama elected. And then, you know, when they were actually spending millions of dollars in Oklahoma, you know, it's like every other ad on television was, you know, Morgan Freeman and, you know, and MoveOn.org and, you know, and, you know, I approve, you know, I'm Obama and I approve this message. And when I saw that, I said, if they're spending that much money in Oklahoma, how much are they spending uh, anywhere else? Right. Well, we've got the uh, break catching up to us. One more segment left here with Shark Me. We'll be back here in a few minutes. This is Broken Man Radio. OrionTalkRadio.com. We'll see you on the other side of this three-minute break. Come on! Imagine a world with natural clouds, clean air, clean water, and natural food. Why in the world are they spraying? If you love your family, if you love your children, if you love our planet, it's time to get involved. In 2010, millions of people were awakened to the question of what. Now the next question that remains to be answered is, why in the world are they spraying? An investigative look into one of the many agendas associated with chemtrail geoengineering programs, weather control. Why has our weather been changing? Are the long white lines in the sky changing our weather? Could there be a monetary and political agenda behind these damaging programs? Why in the world are they spraying? Order your copy today at www.whyintheworldarethespraying.com. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. 
It's that simple. Flawless science believes you deserve the right to have a long and healthy life. You deserve to have toxin-free air and water and foods rich in minerals and nutrients. Factory farming, genetically modified foods, and thousands of environmental contaminants are polluting our world and stripping your right to healthy life away from you. FlawlessScience.com helps you regain these rights. FlawlessScience.com makes natural products and provides the best nutraceutical products to enhance your quality of life, your state of health, and well-being. So whether you're struggling with obesity, diabetes, hypertension, memory loss, allergies, high cholesterol, neuropathy, or to spice things up in the bedroom, FlawlessScience.com is here to help you. FlawlessScience.com ships quickly worldwide in discreet packaging and will never sell your information to anyone for any reason. For all your wellness, weight control, extreme muscle building, and nutraceutical needs, visit FlawlessScience.com today. DependableVoice.com, the total solution, one-stop shop for your business telecommunications needs. Nationwide business class telecommunications services, providing voice and data, voice over internet, and hosted PDX. Dependable Voice is now offering the first month free for any voice over internet and hosted PDX services. Save up to 50% on your current phone bill and save thousands of dollars with no need to purchase PDX hardware. Hosted PDX and voice over internet services include free local and long-distance calling to the U.S., Canada, and Caribbean, email to voicemail, follow me services, multiple visual call reports, dynamic auto attendant, advanced ACD and call queue, unified voice and fax messaging, and much, much more. Plus, get your first month free with a minimum three-phone system. Call Dependable Voice today at 1-888-346-1085 or visit them online at dependablevoice.com. That's dependablevoice.com. Dependable Voice, the total solution for business telecommunications. One, two, three, four. Thanks for uh, coming right back with us here. This is the Broken Man Radio Show, OrionTalkRadio.com. Little country tune. Little uh, I don't know if you remember that, Shark Meat. That's back when uh, we were doing the uh, Hammer Down Radio Show, if you remember that song. I don't know if you... It, oh, yeah, that was that was the intro song. That was a yeah. great song. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, now, real quick, we've got one more segment here, a few minutes left, and, and I really kind of wanted to touch into the solution of, of of this whole deal and how I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, we, we had a long discussion the other day where I had basically uh, said exactly what was already in the Constitution for two hours and argued with you about it, and then you go, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what it says. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I During that conversation, though, we we discussed how can people fix this problem, how if there is wrongdoing, if there if there are all these dastardly things going on in our government, and and we can catch these people doing it, and, and that's the key is catching them doing it. How do we correct this thing? How how do we how do we correct the ship from going astray? Well, I mean, first you have to identify the problems, and you have to get the information out there, which you know is why it's so important for you know people like us to, uh, you know. To keep trying to reach people because we need to get them to understand what the Constitution is and what it stands for. I mean, 
Uh, 90% of the people out there, if you walk up to them and ask them, you know, do you know about your own state's constitution, you know, you get the deer in the headlight looks again. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing is that we have to talk about and we have to start making people informed of their own state rights. Um, you know, the Constitution, you know, the, our forefathers were so smart because they realized that, you know, because of history and because of everything that had happened in history, they knew that we could go back down the same path. So they left all these little, you know, little parts in the Constitution that allowed us to fix the problem. Um, I think the system itself is broken now. Uh, we've actually gone way too far over the edge. So we have to look to the Constitution instead of hanging our heads and getting all depressed and, you know, it's, it's the end of the world, blah, 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 which I've been hearing a lot of. Um, you know, I'm trying to inform people the answers to all of the problems that we're having right now are in those documents that, you know, they gave us. I mean, they, they knew it's like they were psychic because they knew this stuff could happen, um, which is one of the things that I'm doing in my Project 10 series uh, I want to start explaining to people about their rights. You know, you, like you were saying earlier, you know, well, I have the right to, you know, this or I have the right to that. And, you know, I think that's the that's the problem that we have is we need to explain to them what their rights really are. And we need to explain to them and show them through all of these different government agencies, through everything that's going on, how many of their rights are being violated. Um, you know, we, we don't have one of the bill of the first 10 rights, the original 10 rights that is not being, you know, violated in some way, even in a small form. So I think number one is, is information. Um, you know, and the next step is, is we have to talk to people, you know, uh, Texas being one of those States that, you know, have actually brought up the S word, you know, the evil secession word. And, you know, and that, that may be the, the, the maybe ultimately may be the choice, especially when, you know, we're not getting one swing one way or the other. Um, but, you know, the number one thing is, is, you know, you can't just be like anybody and go, well, we should just secede. Well, you have to know what it takes to get down that road and what are the ramifications of it. Well, I think people and that's one of the things I really don't think people understand is there there are a lot of ramifications. If we fix this, if we actually get together and fix the problems. There's going to be some uh, hurting involved. There's going to be there's going to be a lot of I mean, just look what happened in New York City, you know, with the hurricane that hit New York City. And, and you see the chaos that's still going on. You've got people still living out in the streets. Uh, these, you know, they're actually in a, uh, some of them are in a FEMA camp now. They've got a FEMA camp set up up there. And I've heard a lot of things going on with that camp. That's not, you know, not too kosher. But I, uh, I, I just don't I, I think people don't really get it that. And that actually might be what what's causing people not to do anything about it, because they're they're not they don't want to let go of their iPods and, and they don't want to be able to they, they don't want to lose their honey boo boo <laughs> or their cable or their internet they they don't want to lose any of that stuff or their 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 two cars and their their house and their two and a half kids you know they're they're afraid they're going to lose all this stuff and what they don't realize is they're just they're just still driving on down the same road. And and we're basically killing the future. Uh, Rebel Inc. actually has a good good song. Uh, it, it's called "Killing the Future" because we are killing the future. You know, we we're leaving nothing for our grandkids or even our kids. You know, so it, it's just amazing to me. People, you've got to wake up. You've got to take notice of what's going on. 
read the Constitution, read the Bill of Rights, read all of these articles that that were written so many years ago, and, and they were written for a reason. And they were written, you know, the president has taken exception to these these rules. He's a constitutional lawyer. He knows how to skirt the Constitution. And, and, and hopefully that doesn't happen in this next term. I really hope it doesn't. You know, and it's funny because, you know, how I didn't actually, you know, go to school and actually, you know, get taught by a professor the Constitution. Um, and a lot of people think that, well, you know, it's written in that old language and, you know, I'm not going to understand any of that. Um, you know, many years ago, I got involved into, you know, I was a registered Republican and, you know, I did the straight party ticket and the whole nine yards. And I started seeing things and hearing things that, you know, it is, you know, it was something in the back of my head that just didn't quite jive. So, you know, I actually did what some people were saying to do, but obviously they didn't want me to do because if once I read the Constitution and actually went through it, you know, you, it's going to you're going to have nothing but questions, especially with what's going on in the world today. Um, you know, and, and, and if you're you just don't have time to read it, um, you know, I recommend going to my website, uh, the uh, sharkmeatshow.com, not the just sharkmeatshow.com and click on my little YouTube tab at the bottom of the page. There's two videos on there that actually go step by step. And instead of having to read all of the writing, it actually goes through and explains what the Declaration is and what the Constitution is and the Bill of Rights. And just from the and they're very short, they're not very long um, from those few minutes that you watch that you're going to have you'll be able to read the Constitution and understand it. And, you know, I do and I do warn people once you go down that path, you know, be, be aware because it's going to open your eyes and you're never going to look at things the same. Um, and again, the ultimate choice is what's going to have to come down to is once people start getting the correct information, it's really just going to come down to two choices. Can you accept what's going on now and the future of this government or are you ready to save it and make the sacrifices for the sake of your family and for your kids and for our future? Well, I, I would hope people would do that yeah go to sharkmeatshow.com and, and watch those videos and and like like he said it, it might wake you up and that's kind of where we are at with the uh you, you can call this movement whatever you want you can i know papa hates the word movement and and i'm starting to but but this liberty movement whatever you want to call it that you know people are waking up 911 uh you know, actually woke a lot of people up. It kind of it kind of stirred me a little bit. I, I knew things were going on in our government that weren't right. I saw things around me that, uh, you know, racism and all these different things were being used to keep us apart. They're, they're used as a tool to keep us apart. They're not there to help us. They're, you know, the government isn't really doing that much about all of these things. The drug war, the phony drug war that's been going on for years and years. Um, and, you know, it's just amazing all the money that's put into these programs when the real solutions are actually there and and would cost very little money. And, you know, back then, now we're at a point we're almost at the point of no return. You know, we're all, we're almost at the point where it, it the longer we go on, along this path, the harder it's going to be to turn back. You know, and, and, and I hate to see that and I hate to see it. I hate to see it for my kids. I think about it every day. When I look at my children and I hug them and I tell them I love them, I hate the fact that we're leaving 
that, that I'm going to leave this to them. So that, you know, I'm trying to do my part by doing the show and, uh, I've got some videos coming up hopefully in the near future. And, uh, Shark Man, I know you're doing your part and we're going to, you know, hopefully you get your podcast rolling again. So, uh, you know, every, everybody kind of do a part, you know, tell a friend, talk about it. That, that's really the only thing you can do right now is talk about it, spread the word, spread the truth. And that's really the important thing is find out the truth first, then talk about it. Don't talk about speculation. Spe- and anybody out there that, you know, instead of being depressed, you know, show them those videos that I talked about because it's going to pick you up. It's going to give you hope. And that's what we need right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been my maiden voyage, I guess you could say, on OrionTalkRadio.com. I I want to thank Jimmy. I want to thank Popeye especially for hooking me up. And Tim, I know Tim is extremely sick, and uh, he was good enough to go ahead and get the banners up on the website and all that. I want to thank him and everyone involved with Orion. Uh, You guys have done such a great job with the site and the stream. And, and it's grown just so much. And, 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 and I really do appreciate you having me on. And hopefully it's a long relationship. And uh, you never know, we might get a little bit more time in the future. So congratulations again on the show, man. And if anybody has any constitutional questions, you can reach me at Shark Radio on Twitter. And uh, I'll happily do my part. All right, my friend. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jay, from AlienScientist.com. I think we've got replays coming up next. This is Broken Man Radio. I'm Johnny English. We'll see you next Saturday night. We took some rock and mixed it with these hip hop.